Hi guys and welcome to Miss to Worldwide with two C's or two T's depending on where you're from. How you all doing? You good? Um, today I'm actually really excited because I've got my first guest on, my good friend Issa. Um, she's a good, good friend. Um, uh, yes, sorry, I went a bit uh, Donald Trump there. <laughs> she's very good, good friend, good person, huge China. Um, yeah, but she's from the Philippines and she's going to be talking to us about a news story that's really caused a lot of debate there, um, very contentious topic, and it's to do with the case of a woman called Christine De Serra, De Serra sorry, who unfortunately died New Year's Day. However, it's still ambiguous as to whether she died of natural causes or um, trigger warning, potential gang rape. Uh, it's still an ongoing case. By absolutely no means are Issa and I a source of information. Please that look, uh, look that up yourselves. However, Issa and I are going to be focusing a little bit more about the reaction afterwards, um, the nasty kind of uh, rhetoric that came with that kind of, you know, victim blaming, etc. But we're also going to be discussing um, if it shone a light on victim blaming in the Philippines and how people on social media actually came to her defence. So without further ado, um, what you're going to hear now is Issa introducing um, us to when the Philippines first heard about the news. The news story initially came out the morning of the event when Christine was found dead in a hotel in Manila, the capital. So I think this was on New Year's Day, New Year's morning. Um, She was with a group of friends. Her friends found her in a bathtub. And I think news reports eventually started to come in later that day. And I think it came out as a big shock because it was New Year's morning and already we were met with such an event. And I think as the days went by, story started coming out I think it came out with a press release saying that she might have been potentially trigger warning gang raped Mm -hmm. and so yeah I think from then on judgments started coming in as more evidence started coming up about started coming out yeah and so who was like sort of pushing that narrative that you know, oh, um, I don't know. Well, as um, you've told me recently, obviously she had a big influence or a presence, I should say, on social media and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, very attractive, uh, successful mm-hmm. a flight attendant. Yes. And so obviously with that, um, it's almost seen as uh, if you're confident, you're being provocative in some mm-hmm. way. Yes. And um you know, I hate to say it, but that old, oh, well, she was probably asking for it, hanging out with so many men at a, mm-hmm. at a party. Mm-hmm. Um, where, who was like, kind of pushing that narrative? I think the conservative sector in society will continue to view the situation in that way that she placed herself in that situation. Mm-hmm. And that happened, unfortunately, and I don't want to say it as well, is because of her actions and the people she chose to surround herself with. 
And I think yeah. that came about through press releases, possibly authorities have allegedly claimed that this is what happened and that's the belief of some people but with uh, recent developments and two autopsy results later they've said that it was a natural death there was no wrongdoing and I think it was related to an aneurysm of some sort yeah I think aortic aneurysm I think yeah Check, check that, please check that. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. So, okay, so obviously now uh, we've got people giving her like a kind of negative portrayal, etc. When did people start to eventually come to her defense? I think immediately after people voiced their shock at the development over the case, what's being said by the media and by other people online, I think you could check on Twitter, on Facebook, people saying it's too early to come to that conclusion. And at the same time, it's not fair to judge someone for their actions, for their decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I definitely, as, as we kind of said, I hate to say it, it's obviously not my or our opinion, mm-hmm. but I wonder if the kind of narrative would be different if, you know, she looked a certain way or was mm-hmm. more quote unquote, an innocent type of person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's a real, real shame. And so do you think the more people that kind of started to defend her, do you think this is um, kind of now started a momentum? I think with the advent of social media and the growing easy access to social media. I think mm-hmm. people voicing out their views in defense of a victim has always been there. But I yeah. think now it's easier to see within real time defense. Someone who's willing to put themselves out there and defend someone from a conservative point of view, a victim blaming point of view. And where going forward from this in the Philippines, what what do you think this kind of message is sending? I think this will continue to educate the young, but as well as people with negative views to sort of deviate from the norm, to sort of be more um, observant rather than judgmental, be more mindful. Okay, so that was my friend Issa, who I would love to give a massive shout out to. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being my first guest. If you too would like to be on the show, or if you pity me in any way, um, please uh, don't hesitate to get in contact. Tell me your name, uh, the country that you're from, and what you would like to discuss. And I will pass the mic. But until then, bye everyone. Bye.